Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. The Hitmakers. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. Good day, good day to every single one of you, wherever you are on the globe. You're tuned in, you're locked in, you're listening to the Lunar Lounge podcast with myself, Israel Adrozi, the host with the most planetary news and updates in relation to planetary configurations and how that is taking place or manifesting, whether it's in our lives or here on planet Earth with us. Uh, welcome. Uh, today is the 20th of August, 2023. I can't believe I'm saying August, that the time has flown. I don't know where the hell the year has gone, but hey, it is what it is, right? Um, also, uh, I want to first and foremost say thank you to all you guys who are been subscribing, supporting the show. You know, I'm big in Brazil, right? I got to shout out to people, my people in Brazil, uh, Belgium. Oh, these are like the top places where my podcast seems to be doing quite well. Uh, but shout outs to all my people, uh, UAE, Middle East, all parts of Europe, France, Switzerland, Italy, Germany, Portugal, Greece, uh, Kosovo. Yeah, man, I'm getting about. Um, yeah, but shout outs to every single one of you. And of course, the UK, where I am, you know, hometown. Um, shout outs to the motherland, uh, Nigeria, South Africa, everywhere, wherever you are. Seriously, uh, for, for the bottom of my heart, I thank you all. Uh, great stuff. I actually got an email today saying that I'm in the top 10 of the uh, astrologies uh, podcast. I'm like, yeah, let's go for that number one, baby. <laughs> yeah, feeling competitive. Um, I, I, something's uh, rubbing up my Mars, I guess. Uh, I guess. Um, so welcome to the Lunar Lounge podcast. Again, today, although it's the beginning of the week, it's a Sunday podcast. It's referred to as, I call it the midweek, because my main day really is the Wednesday, which is also a live podcast also as well. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Take it as you wish. It, it, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got a Sun-Uranus conjunction. What do you expect? I just do things different. <laughs> so, yeah, it is what it is. Um, do you know what? I woke up this morning, well, sorry, yesterday morning, went to bed fine, and I've woke up and, like, right side of my face is, like, swollen. Um, you know, people are saying it may be, I've been bitten by something. It seems like an infection. It's not hurting. Um, you know, people will say, oh, have you got toothache? No, I haven't got toothache. Teeth are fine. Um, uh, I can eat fine. Um, but it just feels a little bit numb-ish. It feels a bit funny. It feels a bit weird. And it's just swollen. It's like, what the heck? But anyway, um, you know me, I've taken my tissue salts and my collodial silver. And, um, yeah, things have, um, you know, soothed and down. Seems to be a little bit of inflammation of some sort. God knows what, but you know, it's quite about two, three people have suggested that I've been bitten by something and they've been giving me explanations of the be, people being bitten who where something's been swollen of recent. And I'm like, is there some bug that I need to know about that's flying around? Or one of my friends said it might be a spider. I'm like, well, in London, UK, spiders, really? Biting people and things swelling up. I, I heard of that one. 
Um, but yeah, I, I need to be checking on my transits, man. Like, what the fuck is going on? Real deal. Uh, apologies for the swearing. Yeah, I've been getting a little bit excited since the last podcast, right? Um, so I'll be bringing up the chart for the moment, letting you know what's going on there. Uh, letting you know about up and coming, um, planetary, um, uh, you know, configurations and 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 what what it is that we can expect. Um, what else is it that I wanted to share? Um, uh, I take it some of you have been watching the women's football. Um, you know, England versus Spain final. But they didn't quite make it. The lionesses didn't make it. The planetary symbolism was actually, the astrological symbolism was actually quite remarkable with that one. Uh, Venus, square Jupiter. Um, I'll speak about that in a moment. But yeah, uh, just to um, to capitalize on that, and that just goes to show Jupiter is the bigger boy for Venus, right? Uh, yeah, it is what it is. But I'll be bringing up the chart for the moment and then uh, we shall be discussing um, or I'll, I'll be discussing, I'll be talking about what it is that's coming up. So, yeah. Um, and again, in regards to my swollen, uh, you know, cheek, um, if I'm sounding a little bit, you know, that's the reason why. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the excuse I'm giving anyway. Um, yeah. Trust that to happen. And you know, Merkel's about to go retrograde. Um, well, it is what it is. Um, but welcome to the Lunar Lounge. If it's your first time, this is a show that um, it's very astrological orientated, astrological centered, although I do rope in other things with it. Um, you know, my subjects, uh, anything from astrology, tarot, numerology, psychology, uh, philosophy, mythology, cosmology, um, occult uh, subjects, you know, shamanism, you know, all forms of spirituality. I'm, I'm open to them all, man. I don't, you know, it's all about learning. It's all about the journey. So, yeah, uh, it is what it is. I will be having some guests. I know I've been saying that for quite a while now. I will be having some guests on, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And I've also been talking about my subscription. I'm working on that, people. Um, but with all these retrogrades, I tell you what, it's not um, easy. Let's put it that way. But they are coming and they will be here soon, hopefully within the next week. I, I've, I've got a, th a few things. I'm just tweaking on a few things. So let's see. I've got a few platforms. I'm, I'm a little bit in two minds of whether to use two different kinds of platforms, which I think I can and probably will go with. Um, also, you know, on a path to developing an app. An app, people. Yeah. The Lunar Lounge podcast app. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> hey, yeah, baby. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, um, so that's all on the way, and slowly but surely it will come together. So please do bear with me. Um, and obviously, for those people, it's gonna be pay subscriptions. I I, I think I'm gonna go with two types, so there's gonna be two prices, so not too complicated. I was gonna go with three, I still might go with three, but I think you know, I'm just gonna stick with two for now i think i'm gonna stick with two and then what may happen is i might add a third one later on something like that yeah yeah let, let's see how that goes uh or i might start with one and then add two and then make it three how about that have a slow build up so we got to start somewhere right uh that, that's how that's how life is sometimes it's not good to just wait and say oh let me wait and then get the you know it's like okay just do one thing first 
And then, you know, as time goes on, then you add the second, then the third and so on. You know, just gradual building, you know, trickle down economics. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, But yeah, what is it that I want to talk about? I'm going to go to the chart for the moment uh, for today. Um, So the first thing I, I, I wanted to talk about um right about now and i've i've been talking about this particular planetary configuration um there is actually a, a square right now with venus and jupiter uh venus is in leo and jupiter is in taurus so i thought um this particular planetary configuration um kind of uh, symbolized it's probably fair to say um the women's world cup final uh, which was in Australia, right? Um, I'm correct there, aren't I? Yeah, something like that. Uh, they're, they're in Australia. And, um, you know, the final between uh, England and Spain. And uh, the, now the reason why that is symbolic, again, if you... They, they, the, the women's team, the UK team, is referred to as the Lionesses, which is Leo, isn't it? So that's Venus in Leo, and it's square, and a square, uh, a square aspect in astrology is always connected with, you know, the fight. You know, we use that word, don't we, in everyday terms? They're squaring off against each other. So there's a square, which is a planetary alignment for those of you who are more newbies or more, uh, earlier to astrology. So we have a, a there's a planetary alignment between Venus and Jupiter right now, which is known as a square. It's an aspect which is referred to as a square in astrology. And squares always bring about tension, conflict. You know, that's what they bring. That's the, the, that's the inherent nature of a square. And um, it's in square with the planet Jupiter, which is, happens to be in Taurus. Now, what is the symbol for the Taurus? It's the bull, right? Isn't that Spanish? Yeah, bullfighting. Eh? Yeah. Mi amigos. Um, yeah. Hola. Um you know that that planetary symbolism is absolutely like, you know, and the aspects between uh, Jupiter and Venus right now um, is, you know, about a degree. They're about a degree apart. So I thought that plays out very much uh, the symbolism of the World Cup. Um, the Lionesses obviously didn't quite make it. Uh, seems like they played a good game. I watched a little bit of it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the whole game. Um, uh, I think after the first goal winning, I kind of thought, oh, but Spain was the better team. Uh, let's let's be honest. For anybody who's into football, don't want to bore you with football. This ain't a football show. Uh, but I'm just letting you know how it can be reflected in the astrology. Yeah, sports and astrology, people, it goes hand in hand. Um, uh, going to be looking at the boxing in a couple of weeks. Uh, well, next week, isn't it? Daniel Dubois and uh, Alexandra Usyk. For the heavyweight championship of the world. Now that one should be an interesting one. That one, I'm definitely going to be looking at the astrology of that one and be putting my money down. Uh, but let's watch this space. Um, so uh, so yeah, so the square between Venus and Jupiter, I feel uh, you know, Venus in Leo, which represented the line, but Venus is retrograde, and I feel that was symbolic of why they wasn't they wasn't gonna get it. Because a, a retrograde indicates a planet that is uh, somewhat damaged in some kind of way and, and cannot complete it's going back on itself so squaring jupiter um uh, you know in taurus 
uh, again, and there's a reception there, isn't there, for you um, people who are much more um, not uh, astrological, knowledgeably equipped to know what it is that I'm talking about. There's a reception because Jupiter is in the sign that is ruled by Venus. So that is going to favor Jupiter also as well on some kind of level. And sure enough, the, Jupiter's in the sign of Taurus and Taurus belongs to the Spanish. Uh, if there's any going to be a zodiac sign that symbolizes the Spanish, it doesn't get better than the bull, than Taurus. So yeah, interesting um, how that all played out. But um, yeah, so they've won. Uh, great, great, great. Um, you know, love, love, love a sport. Sports are good. Um, okay, what else is it that I did want to talk about? We've had our new moon. Um, had our new moon in uh, Leo. The moon is now waxing, meaning that she's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, so we can start planting um, intentions. We can start moving towards growing things in our life, developing things in our life, inviting newer things in our life. We can start promoting growth. We can start promoting expansion with the moon now in her waxing phase. She's in the increasing phase, so she's increasing. So now we can move to that um, increasing, um, uh, start working with that with that energy flow with uh, v, uh, with I said I wanted to say Venus there with the Moon increasing in her light and she will keep on increasing and um, uh, as I told you in the last um, podcast that uh, on the thirtieth um, on 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 sorry on the thirty first. Uh, we will have a full moon in the sign of Pisces, okay? We shall have a full moon in the sign of Pisces. So, yeah, um, whatever it is that we've planted, you know, I'm always letting you know, whatever it is that we planted around that um, uh, uh, that new moon, we are going to be uh, seeing it sprout or come to uh, if you want to say, uh, uh, come to, to, to start to take shape. It's not going to come to full fruition, but it will start to take shape. It will come to full fruition again next year when we have the full moon in Leo, which will be somewhat around early uh, February or something of that nature. So, yeah, so we're going to have a full moon in Pisces, on the 31st of August, it's going to be early in the morning. It's going to be around 2.36 a.m. That's that's UK time. So do adjust your clocks. For those of you who want to work with that, maybe you want to, you know, charge up your crystals and, you know, do your rituals and things of that nature. So do kind of work with that. Um, it's going to be around seven degrees of, of Pisces around that area. So, yeah um so so yeah so for those of you who are um who who are born around um you know that uh you know around you know where that that degree is which would be around if you're born around the 31st of august 30th of august 31st of august maybe first of september uh and also at the other end which will be around the end of uh, uh, February, um, around the, well, February only goes, well, well, well it's tw regardless of how many days, but those last days of 
uh, uh, February and maybe the first of March, or so, or second of March, around that 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 full moon will be landing around your sun sign. Or if if you're born the thirtieth or thirty first or first of September, the that full moon will be opposing your sun. So you're likely to pick up on that energy very very much. So um so yeah so watch this space with um with uh, with the full moon and I'm sure I'm going to be talking more about that in weeks to come as well um um or, but also let's uh, just uh, rewind here uh, well we've got the mercury retrograde coming up on the 23rd well I've all told you about that so you all know so mercury's about to go retrograde so okay good on ya mr mercury um and again it's a mercury in uh um virgo so it's really good for planning and really good for you know just organizing your life you know it's it's an organizing it's a attention to detail kind of mercury so you know that's good he's in his own sign so i feel that that can be a really you know we may be able to uh we may find it easier to utilize the more positives of this uh retrograde than perhaps maybe when he's in other signs so we we have somewhat of an advantage there with this mercury retrograde so let's not forget that um also right about now uh the planet mars up until the 28th of august up until the 28th of august so hopefully you're listening to this podcast before the 28th of august um mars is opposite or opposing neptune i've been talking about this uh the energies have been dipping um especially for any of you guys who are aries or scorpio aries rising or scorpio rising or for any of you guys that has a mars neptune configuration in your birth chart regardless of the aspect whether you've got it by conjunction square sextile trine you will resonate with this particular configuration you will pick it up because it's a configuration that's already in your birth chart or like i said aries scorpio or aries of scorpio rising you guys will feel that tone also as well so mars opposing neptune is going to be going through a refinement right now is um, in a particular position where he's having to, you know, he's been taking the edge off his sword. He's having to lay down his sword. We know Mars is the god of war, loves action, loves adventure, loves to compete, loves a fight. Uh, you know, he's he's our fighting spirit. But the planet that represents our fighting spirit, that represents our drive, our motivation, is being opposed by the planet Neptune. And Neptune is a planet that refines things. He refines things. He breaks things down. He dissolves things. He makes it foggy. He, you know. So during this time, do beware, people. Even just generally, um, this can stimulate fraudulent behavior. You know, your your what you what you th what you have a drive towards may all of a sudden seem a bit. Mm, Oh God, I'm not sure. Feel a bit lost. Feel a bit confused. You know, energy on a whole will tend to be low during this period. Yeah, Mars opposing Neptune. Energy will tend to be low. Um, this energy can perhaps be used in ways that are positive. So perhaps maybe it could be good for meditation. Um, it can be good for maybe helping people, helping the underdog maybe doing some charity work, something like that, doing something a bit more spiritually inclined, meaning that um, we're doing something that benefits 
others. You know, it's more of a bigger picture. It's not a, you know, because Mars can be a very, quote unquote, selfish planet. And he needs to be. Mars needs to be. That's how he is. The part of the human psyche which he uh, uh, which he represents must preserve, must, you know, bring about the survival of the individual. So, but opposite Neptune, and Neptune's a very collective planet, he's very, ooh, very kumbaya, um, will make Mars work for him. You see? Um, so watch this space. Uh, make sure you get up on your iron, eating lots of iron, uh, spinach, your kale, your broccolis, get them down you. Whether you take iron supplements and things of that nature, this is what you uh, want to be very mindful of this time. Stay away from alcohol. Stay away from drugs with this Mars opposing Neptune. Not so good. Okay. Um, because it can make things more confusing. It can make things more conflicting. Um, so watch how you're doing that. Also, be very mindful in terms of uh, approaches towards sex, because things may not be what you think they are, whether it's having sex with somebody who you know, or again, it's you're in a relationship and it's sexual orientation in, in regards of that. So do watch out for the Mars-Neptune. It's a big one. Um, and like I said, energy feeling a little bit low, uh, things, uh, you know, a lot of misunderstanding or your anger being um, sort of like pushed in a di whole different direction. Um, just feeling very, very confused, basically, is what the Mars Neptune essentially, um, you know, is about. So we need to very be very mindful. And especially for those of you, again, like I said, Aries and Scorpio or Aries rising or Scorpio rising because this is your planet. And for those of you who have this particular configuration in your chart, can be very good for perhaps spiritual sex, actually. Uh, maybe sex rituals if for any of you people who are maybe into those kinds of things. Um, um, yeah, uh, sexual from a more spiritual kind of, you know, um, that can be very, very good. Um, but not sex from a more, you know, I want to, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, one has to be very, very mindful there um, because there could be some disappointment. You know, Neptune always tends to bring some kind of area of disappointment. What you thought was real ends up being the, you know, it's not real, being an illusion, basically. Uh, that's how Mars opposing Venus will tend to be. Um, so, yeah, what? let's watch this space. A good time to perhaps maybe spend time uh, reflecting, contemplating, forgiving yeah this is very very good okay um i mean again uh, uh you know i know well i know over here in the uk there's been lots of pressures with junior doctors and hospitals and things like that well mars also represents surgeons so with this particular configuration it can be not so great to maybe have an operation around this time. It may not favor those kinds of things. I don't want to frighten anybody out there. I mean, if you've got an appointment, you've got an appointment, but you know, sometimes it's not so favorable um, for those particular kinds of activities, you know, Mars opposite Neptune, they could be, you know, uh, you know, you know, in terms of medical terms, you know, they, they do, something or they read it wrong or you know uh or you know that that kind of thing um can be the, can be the manifestation of that so yeah uh, i mean let's watch this space like i said uh, energy is low get your energies up 
um, make sure you're you're up on your iron uh, because that that will be uh, um, you know so that's happening right now um, you know uh, the 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 Mars opposing Neptune started around the 18th 19th uh, so about a couple of days ago and it's going to be there until the 28th um, uh, and then obviously on the 23rd we've got Mercury going retrograde. And um yeah, we've got the retrograde and then and then what else? Um and then on the twenty-eighth, uh on that twenty-eighth, um uh well twenty twenty-seventh of August, sorry, not twenty-eighth, twenty-seventh of August, we've got Mars moving into Libra. So he then changes sign, moves from um uh um you know moves from Virgo into Libra. So Mars is going to become more diplomatic, more strategic. That should be an interesting one. Uh, and he'll be there for about a month and a half or so. Um, so, yeah, let's watch this space um, during that particular time. Um, another thing that I want to mention, bye-bye uh, Leo season. We've only got a few more days left. 22nd, 23rd, the sun is going to move into the sign of Leo. Um, actually, let me just double check the exact um, uh, time uh, um, that the sun moves into Leo. So he actually moves in on the 23rd. Okay, he moves in on the 23rd. And I'll give you the time right now. Because this is quite common. Like, I often get this, like, oh, what zodiac sign? You know, astrology comes up. What zodiac sign are you? Or people are talking about astrology. Oh, I was born on the cusp. Uh, there is no cusp, <laughs> per se. Uh, you're either one or the other. You can't be two signs. Um, you know, don't, 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 don't work like that. Um, especially with Leo. Um, hell no, can't be two signs. Um, you're either one or the other. But I get it, of course. Like, if you're born on the day, sometimes people are born on the day or the day before or the day after when the sun changes sign. So that's quite close. Uh, some people are born on the day the sun did change sign. Uh, you know, so, um, you know, I, I had uh, um, I, I had a client, interestingly enough, and she still is a client, who when she came to me, swore, and I mean, she swore that she was a Cancerian. And she wasn't. She was a Gemini. Because the day she was born was the day that the sun moved into Cancer. But she was born earlier and it was a Gemini. And she was so convinced. I mean, she had Mercury in Cancer. Fine. So there was something um, Cancerian about her on some level. But her sun sign was Gemini. And, you know, it was quite interesting because from the moment she first came to me and, you know, started doing it, she would not, I mean, she went on, I mean, you saw the Gemini energy um, or, or, you know, she just spoke and spoke and I, I couldn't get a word in either way. Yeah. Could you believe that? Right. Israel. Well, you couldn't get, no, I could not get a word in. The Gemini was just so, so in your face. Um, that it was unbelievable, but she still thought that she was a cancer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, these things do happen uh, uh, again. Um, so just to let you know, the sun moves into Virgo on the 23rd of August at one minute past five 
p.m. UK time. On the 23rd of August at 5.01 p.m. UK time, the sun moves into Virgo. Okay? So, happy, well, I don't want to say happy birthday to you, Virgos, but happy season in advance. But uh, uh, by Wednesday show, the sun would have moved into Virgo. So I'm sure I'm going to be giving you a shout out then. And we're going to be looking at some Virgo celebrities, as we always do. You know, those in the popular eye, and we'll be talking about them. But for now, let's give the Leos their dues and their respect. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you're coming to the end of your season, Leo. You know, um, uh, the sun has shone upon you enough, so the sun, uh, the sun will be moving into um Virgo on the 23rd. Now, the moment he moves into Virgo, the sun is going to be opposing Saturn in Pisces. We're going to have sun opposing Saturn. This can feel a bit restrictive. Again, it's a slowdown kind of energy. Um, it's a time to be responsible. It's a time to take charge. It's a time to be more disciplined, especially if you're a Leo or if you're a Leo rising person. You will feel this very much. If you're a Leo and Leo rising, this uh, particular transit is for you. Uh, or for any of you who have Saturn Sun aspects in your chart, whether by conjunction, square, opposition, sextile, trine, what if you have a Sun Saturn aspect, you will feel this particular transit more. Okay, so Sun opposing Saturn that limits things, that constricts things. That means it's a time to be dutiful, to be responsible, to be more structured, to be more organized to be more pragmatic, to be more methodical, to be more practical. Get it? Yeah, I'm sure you do. That's Saturn speaking right there. Um, so that will go on for quite uh, a number of days. So we're talking uh, let, from that 23rd, uh, essentially, uh, Sun-Saturn, so the Sun Saturn thing will go on until about about the thirty first of August. That aspect, right? So from the twenty third to the thirty first. So up until the the full moon, let's put it that way. Up until the full moon, this aspect is going to be after that full moon. So let's say from about the first of September, then it starts to you know really kind of I mean like really weigh. Okay, it, the 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 sun um Saturn aspect will really peak. Um, it peaks uh, on the twenty seventh of August. So on the twenty seventh, that's when the sun and Saturn will be exact opposition. So the energies are really going to be heavy around that day. So watch that day. Make sure you you know. Make sure your energy levels up. Make sure you're working hard. Make sure you're being disciplined. Because Saturn is about being thorough. Okay, got to be thorough with Saturn. Um, so yeah, make sure you you utilize that aspect accordingly. And like I said, the it will go on until the thirty first till we have the full moon in in Pisces, 
and then um uh, about the first of September it will start to ease off. Mercury will still be retrograde. Remember, we've got seven planets retrograding around that time. So towards the end of this month, we're going to have Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde, Uranus retrograde, Neptune retrograde, Saturn retrograde, Pluto retrograde, Chiron retrograde. They're all retrograding. And then at the beginning of September, around the, a few days later, around the 5th, Venus comes out of retrograde around the 3rd, 4th of September, around the 5th starts moving direct. And guess what? On the 5th, Jupiter stations to go retrograde. So by the 5th of September, 5th, 6th of September, we're going to have Mercury retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, Saturn retrograde, Uranus retrograde, Neptune retrograde, Pluto retrograde, and Chiron retrograde. It's the retrograde party. <laughs> It's my party. I can hang if I want to. What's the words for that? I can cry if I want to. Yeah, hopefully we're not crying with this party. With this party here, um, um, but um, yeah, uh, that is um, what's going to be happening. So we're in the retrograde uh, season. Um, on the sixth of September. Uh, because Mercury is going to be moving retrograde on the 6th of September, there, Mercury is going to be Kasimi, the sun. Remember the Venus Kasimi in the heart? Well, Mercury is going to be going through the same thing, and Mercury is going to be in the heart of the sun, and he's going to be Kasimi. I'll talk more about that uh, you know, on the next podcast. I'll be mentioning that. Um, so you could kind of get in a, a pre, you know, uh, pre-interlude, <laughs> uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, um, but um, uh, so on the 6th of September, we're going to have Mercury Cassini in the heart. Very good for anything to do with intellectual writing, studying, traveling, trade, anything associated with that communication. Um, it will be, again, extremely auspicious. So we're going to be able to use that time. So you want to be jotting down that time, you people, you know, Mercury will be Cassini, especially if you're a Virgo or Gemini, you can really use that. Or Virgo or Gemini rising, you can really use that. You you really want to use that. Why wouldn't you want to use that? That's 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 fabulous. Um, so that's a great um aspect that we can be looking forward to. Um, uh, like I said, the Mercury retrograde goes on until about the sixteenth of September. However, we still deal with the aftermath. We still deal with the post-retrograde, which goes on until about the 30th of September. So, yeah, watch this space. Um, uh, what else are we going to be having? Um, well, we're going to be having a, a, a new moon in Virgo, and that's on the 15th of September. That's the day, actually, Mercury goes stationary to go direct. Interesting. There's a new moon in Virgo. I'll tell you what, these planets are speaking with each other. Um, so, new moon. Uh, our last new moon was in the sign of Leo, uh, which we're still under right now, actually. Um, and we're going to have a full moon on the 31st in Pisces. And then there will be a new moon that follows that, which will be on the 15th of September in the sign of Virgo. Back to work, people. 
holiday's over. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Hopefully you've had a good summer period. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what's going to be happening there. Uh, what else can we uh, be looking? It looks like that new moon actually on the 15th of September is also going to be opposing um, Neptune. I'll speak about that. Um, it is going to be opposing Neptune. It's not like it's going to be opposing Neptune. It is going to be opposing Neptune. So let's watch this space. Uh, uh, you know, because yeah, that that's something to 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 recognize. Uh, and then also around that time as well, uh, I believe on the seventeenth of September, we're going to have an, a, a square, another square between Venus and Jupiter. Same one that we had today that I was speaking about with the lionesses and playing Spain and losing to Spain because Jupiter is the bigger planet. Uh, now this is the, it's the other way around though. You see the in interesting thing. So Venus and Jupiter are squaring right now, but Venus is retrograde. Jupiter is moving direct. But on the 17th of September, they're going to meet again in the same alignment, but Venus will be moving direct and Jupiter will be retrograde. Interesting, isn't it? Yes, I'm sure the lionesses would have preferred that particular configuration as opposed to the one today. So, hey, 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 that is life. That's that, that's how it is. Um, and what else uh, did I want to speak about? Um, I think that was about it, really. Um, was there something on the 25th? Somebody was prompting me something about What's happening on the 25th? Um, I think it's because it's their birthday or something like that. Um, <laughs> I shall I shall not name names. Um, but on the 25th, you know, um, of August, there's nothing um, really of great particular. Um, the moon is going to, there's going to be a moon square. Uh, the moon will be waxing at that time and there will be a square. Um, but mm, nothing too. And again, the, the 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 sun sat in opposition, which I said will start anyway from the 23rd, the moment the sun moves into Virgo. So um, yeah, that, that will be the, the more heated stuff um that we are to look at um at that time. Um, also on the, on the 25th of August, just to mention, there is going to be a trine between Pluto and Mars, Mars and Pluto, Pluto, Mars. There's going to be a planetary alignment for those of you who are new to astrology, getting the hang of the language, a trine, 120 degrees. That's great. That's good flow of energy. That's power right there. Power's transformation. The power of transformation. That is what we can expect with this particular configuration right here. Pluto, Pluto trining Mars actually will really energize Mars so much that Mars is going to be fired up. Um, great for ambitions. Great for uh, if you've got any kind of projects that you're working with during that particular time, it will be, uh, you know, wonderful. It will be great. Um, so yeah. So yeah, watch, watch out for that trine. That trine is really going to be one that we can really utilize, um, 
you know to our uh, to our advantage especially if you are aries or scorpio or aries rising or scorpio rising that can be a really great um you know um you know a particular aspect um because of um uh i'm just getting a little bit distracted here so sorry um yeah because of the 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 the, the plutonic energy the the ability to transform and you know change is really going to be very very powerful and the the mars is really i mean mars in virgo is quite good anyway this is really good like they're in, they're in earth sign so it's really really good to channel this energy into something practical and something methodical it's going to more kind of be seen more in your work um these are the kinds of things that i i will be talking about more on a more personal level in the paid subscription i'll be able to fine tune it to your chart so it will be specific to you. But generally, yes, it will be an aspect that is uh, really good for uh, work, hands-on kind of stuff, doing something physical-orientated, practical-orientated. That is how um, it, 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 it will be. Um, so, um, um, so, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that that's how it will be so but that's a good one uh during that particular time we're likely to feel very ambitious very motivated you know the drive becomes strong uh what any kind of drive work drive sex drive you know motivation drive um a comp competitive drive all of the drives are going to be really at a high on the 25th of august so do watch out for that because there's going to be a Mars Pluto trine. That is big. That's heavy energy right there. Um, you know, uh, I mean, they do say Pluto is like the higher octave of Mars. Pluto is like a Mars energy, but just with far more intensity. So yeah, watch out for that. That 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 that's a good one. Yeah, good luck for that one, you Scorpios and Aries. Go 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 um yeah that that's that that's like the the energizer buddy right there <laughs> make no mistake about it that is the energizer bunny right there so yeah um so that's you know what that's what's happening there with the 25th so for the person who was after the 25th what's happening on the 25th see they're not listening to podcasts they want me to just keep anywho <laughs> i think that is the end of today's podcast um yeah i'll be back on wednesday uh what date is wednesday and isn't there something significant happening on wednesday well, wednesday's the 23rd well that's going to be the day when mercury is going retrograde hmm. trust me to have my show on the day mercury is going retrograde i didn't plan it like this you know I did not plan it like this at all in any way, shape, or form. It's just the way it turned out. Listen, uh, people, share with your friends, tell family members, subscribe, follow. Uh, the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Uh, well, I don't know about all, but most the main ones your apple your spotify 
your Amazon, your Google, um, you know, and please leave some reviews. Leave some positive reviews, man. Listen, my name's Israel Josie, the host with the most planetary news updates and configurations. Uh, I will be with you on the 23rd, the day Mercury decides to go uh, retrograde. And until then, people stay good, stay blessed. Tell me how you like my intro and outro. How does it sound, baby? <laughs> Thank you very much, people. Stay blessed, be good, and I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge. The makers. Welcome to the Lunar Lounge.